Hey guys, hey, I'm here. I know we're a day late. We had a crazy um, situation yesterday. Somebody, well, we know, Kara's power was out for like a really long time, but we're here. It's George Mossy Show. We're here. Um, Didi and Kara are gonna join me really soon. We're doing a double feature, so I don't know how late you guys are gonna be able to stay up with us tonight. Oh, look, Pinky's here. Pinky69 is here. Um, Judith is here. Portuguese Princess is here. Sam Bones, hi everybody. Um, we're gonna start with Before the 90 Days because the finale, hey Portuguese Princess, the finale was last night and we have to talk about what happened in this finale because my co-hosts were very, very angry last night after the show aired. So they have a lot to talk about and I wanna give them a chance to talk about that because we're gonna see our very first ever live studio audience tell-all next week which I was not invited to, so TLC is quite rude. I was not invited to it. I didn't even know about it. So I have put out some emails about the next tell-all and finding out if we can get tickets to get there. All of us. If you're nasty. Well, we try to keep it PG, unless Angela's here, right? I feel like we try to keep it PG. Didi's here. Oh, Kara's here too. Oh, the language. The language, Pinky. Hey. Wow. Hey. Uh-oh, what happened with language? The F word. F -word. Hey, <laughs> hey. Hey, we're going to have to preface this with, we we need to let everyone know there's going to be some language on this one. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Um, If you're listening to this at work, probably put in your earbuds. So yeah. you don't get fired because there will be language. And I'm pretty sure for tomorrow, for the last resort, there'll be explicit content because there's probably going to be something nasty or gross. I'll just say gross. Yeah. That's going to come up on the show that we're going to be talking about. So we weren't here last night. So we got a lot to cover because we need to talk about before the 90 days finale. And then we need to jump in and talk about the other way because we got to jump into this Sarper bed situation but we, we can't get too far ahead we gotta get too far ahead because we have to finish off before the 90 days first because that is what's gonna be at the tell-all next week so where do you want to start because i know amanda was doing a lot of bullshit in this episode last night and i know it's gonna trigger you guys so i was like maybe we should not start there i don't want to trigger you too early on hey jamie hi jamie i love you okay so okay <laughs> let's start with Let's start with Dempsey because Dempsey made a very interesting um, realization in this episode because she kept saying that she didn't want to move too fast. She thought that Statler was moving too quickly and then they realized that they don't want, well, Dempsey wants children, Statler does not, which I fully, 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 fully agree with. Statler does not need to have any children if she doesn't want any because her lifestyle does not, I don't see where a child will fit into her lifestyle. So I think that Statler is making a very selfless decision by saying that bringing a child into her lifestyle wouldn't be right for her. I feel like I agree with her 100%, but for some reason, Dempsey feels like they can still move forward. Now, how do you guys feel? Because I felt like this was the perfect opportunity for Dempsey to jump ship and find somebody else. So what, what the hell is going on? I think Dempsey feels in her soul that if Statler leaves, she's not coming back. So she felt like she was okay to say, see you when you get back. But at the same time, I kind of feel like Dempsey, I mean, they're, I feel like they, they really love each other, which is weird, but talk about being selfless, like not 
agreeing to not have a child because your partner doesn't want to have a child. Yeah. That kind of, that says a lot. Well, about Dempsey didn't say that. She was like, we can revisit this conversation right. later. Right. That she didn't say that she was going to be like, well, if you don't want to have a child, I don't, I don't want to have one either. She didn't say that. No, I think but that originally she said, that's a deal breaker. That is a deal breaker. And then she turned around and said, okay, you can move in. So that's, that's strange to me. And also, yeah, because Sadler said that if she wanted a child, that it was not going to work between them. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think that that's a serious conversation that you need to have before you move in because she basically told her, you know what, in a month when your lease is up, I'm not totally against you coming back. Yeah. And I feel like building a foundation is important. And when you know that your foundation, you want different things. I feel like you're building a foundation on sand, right? Like, I feel like there's no strength there because, you know, saying, oh, I don't want a child, but let's talk about it later. You're just saying, let's have this major life-changing fight later. Let's not deal with it now. Let's yeah. not deal with the problems that we have now. Let's just pretend they don't exist until things are even more serious. And, you know, our lives are even more intertwined. And then let's fight about it later. I feel like that's very toxic, right? That's a very toxic way to deal with any type of, any type of problem. But I have a question like so to come to america i'm i'm not educated on living in different countries obviously since i've never traveled outside the u.s but <laughs> is it the same as the u.s as it is i mean for different countries is it the same so like doesn't she have like to wait or get some kind of how is she going to get residency there well what i'm under the impression as she has a tourist visa right those are good for like six months so i'm assuming she's gonna come over on the tourist visa and then apply for citizenship oh. is what i'm assuming like they you're right they never had one discussion of how she was going to become a citizen like yeah. a normal american cannot just wake up one day and say i want to move to the united kingdom without filing anything with immigration or the embassy yeah it doesn't work that way so you're right they left that conversation completely out but i thought it was strange because the whole purpose of this show is we're mm -hmm. learning about the K-1 visa process and how it works and, you know, immigration status and different ways that people are coming over yeah. and staying. But with the other way, I'm pretty sure you have to get married to the person in that country in order for you to establish citizenship. It's right. very strange for you to be able to move to another country without having any ties to anyone there. Yeah. It's like a more complicated process. Yeah. I was so is she supposed to take care of both of them the, until she decides what you she's going to do? You yeah. nailed it. Statler is looking for somebody to house her and take care of her. Thank you. This is where I was going. I love that you got there before me. Statler is looking for somewhere to park her U-Haul and sit around the house while Dempsey goes out and work. That is Statler's goal. And I know other people can see it too. Because I was like, when you're coming here on a tourist visa, you can't work. So you want to move all of your crap over here, move into her house, let her go to work every day, and you just lay around the house. And then your excuse is, I'm not allowed to work, so it's not my fault, right? Because she can work perfectly fine in Irving, Texas. Right. Like, she can go anywhere she wants to work. She can get any apartment she wants. That's not what she wants. She wants to move in to her house, even though she said there's no hot water heater. She doesn't like how cold it is. She hates everything, but it's the right price, right? DD right. is the right price. It's free. The price yep. is right. So she's willing to look past all of the BS that she can't deal with because as of right now, she's paying something in that yep. apartment in Irving. And, she and you know, she, and she is one of the, the, she's saying the same thing that everybody is saying whenever they 
move over to another country. They're giving up everything. Yeah. Who in the hell told you to pack up and go over there anyway? Dempsey didn't even ask you to go over there. You mm -hmm. um decided you wanted to live over there because your um your apartment's fixing to be up. Your lease of your apartment's fixing to be up. What the hell are you giving up? You're single and lonely in your apartment that the lease is running out. Like, she's giving up having to work every day and take care yeah. of herself. That's what she's giving up. Exactly. Also, TJ, I was actually watching 90 Day Fiance UK. So same-sex marriage is totally allowed in the UK. They are like, they're basically where we are. Like, um, same-sex, um, trans, all of the different variations of marriage are allowed in the UK. And someone actually on, on the 90 Day Fiance UK, she's trans and she's marrying a man from, I believe he's from, oh, shit, maybe turkey um she's bringing him over to the uk and their marriage is completely legal it's recognized he can even get his visa so yeah the uk is light years ahead of other countries like america's there the uk is there there's like a handful of countries who are fully understanding love can look like anything okay you know there's the countries are moving very slowly but the uk is definitely there so that's not going to be an issue my my issue is i don't want dempsey to marry her because then she's stuck she can't get rid of because you feel like she's a squatter. I feel like Statler's a yeah, squatter. Yeah, 100%. She's totally a squatter. Even if things are not going well, she won't leave. Shane and Mert. Thank you, Portuguese princess. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Shane and Mert. Where is Mert from? And did I get it right? Is it Turkey? I felt like it was Turkey, but I'm not sure. I don't know, but I feel like Statler's landlord back in the U.S. is going, woohoo, we're getting her out. All right, you know she... She never paid rent on time, right? You know she never did. You know she was a nightmare to deal with. You know that yep. she probably threw sex parties every night, right? You know that that, that apartment is going to have to be sanitized by, like, you know, the crime scene people who come and sanitize after someone blows their head off? That's going to be who comes to clean Statler's apartment just to sanitize it enough that another living thing can move in, right? Because I feel like she just was doing it everywhere, right? But she basically said it. She does it everywhere. The airport. Anywhere that's possible to do it, she was doing it there. So imagine what that apartment is like. It's like Sarper's apartment, right? I can't wait to talk about that. I wish we could go there now, right? I wish we could go there now. I can't wait to talk about that. Well, yeah. Oh, she right. is. She is like clingy. She told Dempsey that she is clingy. She wants her partner with her twenty four seven, seven days a week. So I think if she moves over there, if she does wind up going over there, I think that it's not going to last long because she's not going to this is another um brandon and mary situation yes they're going to have to be stuck like chuck 24 hours a day <laughs> seven days a week and yeah and Sattler always makes it about her she always does a guilt trip she's always talking about well i was adopted my my parents didn't love me i've always been neglected she knows exactly what to say to dempsey to get dempsey to um to agree with anything that she wants to do. She plays yeah. the guilty trick on everybody. I feel like Dempsey's such a sweetheart and she's got, so Statler went over there looking for a place to live and hopefully a hookup. And Dempsey went into it with hoping she would find her person and her soulmate. And now Dempsey is gonna be stuck with so much more than she ever bargained for. It's and she's right. part of it. It's a scam. It's a scam. Yeah. She's getting scammed. Yeah. She doesn't see it. And Dempsey has a lot of emotion. She's uh, connected to her emotions. So when Statler fake cries 
and she fake says how hurt she is and she's like but i just really love you and i just feel like even though we have issues we can make it work that's all manipulation that's just right. ignore all of my red flags and just let me move into your house and then we'll go from there right so i can be squatter rights squatter rights right as long as you've been there for what a month you can squat that's all she's working on and it's like i i want to see at the tell all what the situation is because i i can't imagine they're still in a relationship yeah right because i was like the reason why dempsey was so willing to move forward knowing that they won't be able to have children together is because she knows they probably won't progress to that level right it's not going to ever progress to that a year or two down the line dempsey will be still doing what she's doing working living her best life and statler will be with some other english woman right it's exactly what i see if if that's not yeah. already the case now yeah I agree 100%. So let's talk about Violet and her pregnancy. <laughs> so Violet has said that she's pregnant with Riley's child. So Riley gave us some background information, which we were kind of hungry for, right? We were like, yep. what's the deal with this? Because we never saw them even remotely look like they were intimate. So apparently she, the night before Riley was to leave, she went up to his hotel room. He said it started to cuddling started from cuddling and it progressed and then Kari, i think you're the one that sent me some text messages where someone said online that she was already pregnant and she needed a way to make it seem like it was his child and we saw the text messages yep where the person was like have sex with him it's one the time this guy the shirtless guy yeah the baby daddy if she's pregnant but even either being, him or, or um or her husband well, or maybe being, one of her yeah. little flings that she's got going on on the side that's giving her all that money right. well <laughs> riley is on a medication he didn't give us the name of it but it's a medication that makes him basically infertile yeah. he cannot yeah, um and it's not like a forever thing he said once he was to take off take off the medication remove the medication from his system he would be able to build up two half children again but violet didn't know that so she is trying to sell the fact that oh we were intimate once and let's not also forget violet is 43 years yeah. old so yeah. when it comes to conceiving at a later age in life it takes much much longer than if you're like brandon and mary's age where you do it once and it's like oh shit, we about to have a baby yeah it does not work that way later in life you have to put in a lot of work effort sometimes you even have to like change your diet go on certain vitamins like you have to make this process work for you so the idea that she thinks that and then okay i want to go into something else so after she announced that she was pregnant she's like when are you gonna marry me what the actual hell yeah she basically told him to get the hell out of my country and i don't want to see you anymore yeah. right yeah. so like now she's like well when are you gonna marry me just marry me already what is her end game does she want to come to America? Because you didn't think she did. So do you think that she wants him to believe that he has a baby over there so he's going to be sending money regularly? Yep. Like, is that the plan? 100%. Yeah. He said, he said he told her that he would pay for the doctor and pay for all the prenatal and all that shit. And she said, no, I have my own doctor. So right, because he wanted a doctor that she didn't find because they could all be in on it. They could yep. all be in on this game. He has no idea what, or the person that she claims she's seeing might not even be a doctor. Yep. All he wants is a non-biased person who knows, doesn't know her to see her, to verify that. And she's like, well, no, I can't possibly go to your doctor yep. because then that doctor will be like, she's not even pregnant or, okay, I don't want to go there. Or she's further along than what she's saying. Well, right. I was going to 
to say she might be pregnant. I don't even want to throw her under the bus and say she's not even with child. I don't know that. But there is no chance in hell that Riley put a child in that oven. No. There's no chance. No. Even with the the medication situation, it would have took more than one time. I'm Absolutely. sorry, but like later in life, it's harder for couples to conceive. It's not like when you turn 18 or 19 and the two stupid teenagers hook up after prom and then all of a sudden you got a baby. It is not that easy anymore. You have to see doctors, this fertility, there's like all these things. So even being the pregnancy, but how, another question, how is she going to play this off? Because she would really have to be pregnant because you would have to produce an actual child to keep the money flowing yeah. in. But how would she convince Riley that the child is his? Because wasn't the shirtless man a different color than Riley? I don't know if it was a different color. We never showed the shirtless yeah, man. Oh, we never saw him at all. Okay, I thought they blurred out the face, but we saw him. Mm -mm. No. So it would have to be a black man, right? Because in order for... Uh, um, woman to from her nationality to have a baby with Riley, there would have to be some coinciding appearance, physical appearance, for you to believe that that's your unless, child, right? Because unless she you know. could pay somebody with his money, pay somebody to have a baby to try to play off as if she had the baby. I mean, I wouldn't put nothing past her, but that's did, that's a. Did, did you watch Pillow Talk last night? Yes. Did you see David and Annie? And Annie made the comment. She said, we'll see when the baby's born if it looks like me or Riley. That's exactly how I, that was where I was going. I was like, because, well, maybe she thinks like nine months worth of money is better than nothing. Yeah. So maybe when the baby's born, she'll be like, oh, this isn't your baby, but he's already sent the money. She's not going to send it back. Like, you know, like maybe she feels $1,000 a month for nine months is better than just saying goodbye and never speaking to him again, right? Okay pregnant this is a scam she went back to his room on the last day after being a total bitch once the film crew left she goes back in screws his brains out voila there's a baby now i don't ever have to see the guy again i'm gonna have money coming in she's so full of shit yeah she found disagree. out she's pregnant she's found out she's pregnant and and whoever this person is that's giving her this advice will go and have sex with him one time and then just say that he's the father yes. has really, you know, convinced her that this is going to this is going to work. So but let's back up just a little bit. She was shitty to him the whole time that he was there. She belittled him, talked about him, made fun of him, laughed at him, didn't even want to spend any time with him never took him to her actual home. Right. Took him to what we think is her mom's home. Who even knows if that's her real mom or if that's even her home? We don't know. The day that he leaves to go to um, come back to America, she is so cold. She gives him the cold shoulder. She doesn't act like someone who had a had her head banged up against the... <laughs> I know. Had her head right. up against the, the headboard the night before. Didn't even hug him. Didn't even kiss him. She just said bye, like really, really cold. He gets over here. She's sending all these ugly text messages, breaks up with him. But then a week, late, a week later, wants to get back, in, get back with him because now she's pregnant.
But did she text his dad to say she's pregnant? That's the million dollars. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm she's assuming... texting him every day. That man is sending her money. I don't care what anybody says. That man is sending that woman some money. I think in order to keep a, a texting chain going with Violet, you have to send her something. Yeah. Money, gifts, or something like because she was so quick to just write Riley off until this plan of another way to get money out of him came in. Because she was like, oh, well, if I'm pregnant, well, Portuguese princess said she was going to milk him for money until it was over and then say she miscarried. But I was like, that still ends the money early. I was like, she might actually be pregnant, though. Like, I don't want to, like, write her off completely as a liar. I know it would be easy to do that because she's such a liar, right? She's so full of crap. But it could very well be possible. But I think she was probably pregnant the whole time he was there. Just so you know, I can't see the comments. So if anybody's talking to me, I can't see him for some reason. Oh, that's weird. Okay, anything that I see, I'm going to read them out to you. I've been messing with it for days, so. Instagram has been weird lately, yeah. and I don't I don't know. I don't have the time or energy. I'm like, what's the deal? Me too, girl. Okay, so I want to jump over to Amanda because a lot of people were real pissed off with Amanda because the term I got off of Twitter was she was love-bombing Rosbon, and I kept seeing the term over and over. Um, and basically, she was on this trip the whole time. She treated him like he was human garbage on the ground that was stuck to the bottom of her shoe and she couldn't get it off. And then right when it was time for her to leave, she was like, well, I don't want to leave here single. Like, I should be engaged. And I was like, how do you figure? How do you figure that this man is going to want to be engaged to you after the way you treated him? And then she's like buying him flowers, buying him balloons. And I was like, this is such like a a reverse role, right? Isn't this how men are when they treat a woman like crap and then they go and buy her chocolates and then they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You have to forgive me. I really love you. And she's like, I can't picture my life without you. And I was like, two days ago, you told this man you didn't even want him to be in your country. Like you were at the head of immigration. Like you were like, you shouldn't even be in America. All 50 states are off limits to you because I live there. Like this is literally how you were talking to him. And now you're like, well, don't you love me? Like, don't you want us to be together? And, and Rosma's looking at her like, you're wildly crazy. He was like, you're like my worst enemy. She's literally Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. She talks to this man like he's crap. She bangs his brains out at night and confuses him. And then the next morning treats him like he's bothering her in his own apartment, right? Like, I can't imagine the emotional warfare and distress that this man is going through. Men are already confused as it is. Ladies, if you're talking to a man and it has to do with love or emotions, he's confused. He doesn't know what you're talking about. He is barely getting by. He's nodding. He doesn't get it. So imagine dealing with what she's dishing to him on a daily basis. Literally every day she wakes up, he doesn't know who it is. It's like waking up with a different woman every day, right? Every day that he wakes up, he doesn't know if it's Amanda or one of her 16 personalities, right? He has no freaking clue. And now she's like, well, we should get married because I want you to start a life with me and I want you to come to marriage. She's even saying that she wants him there for Thanksgiving to meet her kids now. And it's like, I don't want to call anybody crazy, but if there is the definition of crazy, it has to be Amanda, right? Okay, first, first of all, this stupid, dumb, lying <laughs> whorebag, like, I, I can't with her. I cannot with her. She said... You're my one and only soulmate. Okay, so your dead husband wasn't? So fuck him. We'll just, whatever. He's fine. Get him out. Okay, then I'm just going to give you cards and talk like a baby and ask you if you think I'm pretty. Hopefully you say yes. 
okay, you said yes. Now we're going to get married and I want you to meet my family. You're such, oh, I hope she's watching this. Girl, if you're watching this. You need to get a life, get off this planet, go live somewhere else, different country. We are done with your dumbass. I cannot wait to see you on the tell-all and the bullshit you spew. I am so done. I'm so done with her. Did you catch that she said at the tell-all that the cast members there were super toxic? Yeah. I was like, yes. And the producer asked her to um, name one, name um, name someone, and she was like, well, isn't it obvious? Yeah, bitch, you. It's you, yeah. right? It's <laughs> you. you. There, there's a definition of toxic in the dictionary. Next to the definition, there's a picture of Amanda telling mm -hmm. Rosvon that she doesn't love him. And then on the other side of the picture is asking Rosvon when they're getting married. Yep. That's the definition of toxic. No human being should ever have to deal with that. Oh, you know what else bothered me? She says she has no issue talking horribly to him to his face, but when she needs to say something nice to him and express how much she actually loves him, she has to write it down. Yeah. Did you catch that? That's yeah. really freaking toxic to me. Like, you can tell me that I'm inadequate. I'll never be your ex. I'll never be the right person for you. I can never be able to take care of you. But when you want to compliment me, you can't say it to me. You have to write it down. What the yeah. hell is that? That's a how you know a person is fake. Narcissistic fake. little bitch. I was yes. so done i was like so you can tell him to his face every nasty possible thing that you could ever say but when it comes to complimenting him she's like i'm not good with my words i'm like well you're good with calling him everything other than a decent human being right and like you're good with that to his face and to your dead husband like that i'm just i'm like she makes my skin curl i i dislike amanda almost as much as i dislike ed and angela that's how bad so that is. she's all the way up all the way up. Yes. It's definitely top three. And we just yes. met her. That says a lot because we've yeah. been dealing with Ed and Angela for a long time. So that says a lot. If I don't ever see her again, it'll be too soon. I just feel like the way that she treated him was so, like, okay, so say the roles were reversed and there was a man treating a woman that way, it wouldn't be okay. Huh. Like, they probably wouldn't even air it. Nope. They would never allow that type of verbal and emotional abuse. It's just, it's just wrong. Yep. So the fact that she was able to get away with it because she's a woman, right? And I don't want to get like technical or like political or whatever, but it's like if a man was being so verbally abusive and disgusting to a woman that way, we would not even allow it. It's always okay when it's a freaking woman. Look at Chris and Jamie. Chris got yes. physical with Jamie and TLC just brushed it off. It's no big deal. Whatever. Angela gets in Liz's face this far away. Holy. Man, I that bitch would get in my face. Angela was, was kissing Liz. Mm -hmm. Literally. Literally. I wish she was in my face, but she's not. Anyway, we gotta bridge this this double gap, yeah. right? Like we need to demand everyone needs to respect everyone, regardless of your gender. Because I'm so sick of seeing women getting away with this because we would never stand for a man to treat a woman that way. Every strangers would get involved, okay? Like we would never stand for it. So we have to make sure that we are demanding respect for everybody. Just yeah. because it's a man doesn't mean he deserves to be abused, yeah. right? Like, we have to take a stand and say abuse is wrong from all directions, all genders, all race, everybody. Because I'm so tired of seeing people get away with this. And it's like, Amanda should have been removed from the show. Like, that yeah. type of abuse 
is unacceptable. It shouldn't have even been aired. I, I consider this abuse worse than physical abuse because mental abuse stays with you for so many more years. Thousands. It's decades. Thousands. It can stay with you for the rest of your life. Yep. The only physical abuse I want to see on this show is tomorrow. I want to see Kelly just beat the shit out of Big Ed. <laughs> so bad. I haven't watched that yet, just so you know. So I, I, I know I, I, ain't, I ain't even watched it because I already know what's coming. I'm having to <laughs> mentally prepare myself, okay? So we're going to see the deal because they ended their story with they were going to try to make it work. But Rosbon did not propose to her, no. which I was so proud of him. I was like, thank God. Don't put, don't ever reward bad behavior, yeah. right? Like, so he, she was like sitting at the table thinking that she's about to get proposed to and he was just like, you're toxic and you're bad. Or I was like, good for you. I was like, don't give her anything. Let her leave there without a ring and let her think about what she did on her airplane ride back home. Think about how you acted and how you are gonna change your behavior on the way back, right? Because that's your issue. Like, how dare you think you deserve a proposal from this man? How dare you think that you deserve a ring from this man after all the shit? You should be on your knees begging him to even meet you. Yep. He should have kicked you out of his apartment, right? You should have had to take an Uber to the damn airport. He should have been done with you earlier on. Yeah, I what? agree completely. He said it. I mean, he said it himself. She is his worst enemy. And she is. If with friends, with friends like that, you don't need enemies. That like that's like having your enemy under the same roof. Yeah. Like you can't you have to sleep with one eye open. You literally have to sleep with one eye open with her because she's literally working to destroy you. Her goal is to destroy you emotionally. She doesn't ever want you to be happy. She, you can't be right. She'll never apologize to you. Like, it's just, I can't, okay, I, I can't talk about her anymore. She's pissing me the hell off. Okay, so Nicola decided to propose to Misha. Okay, so I want to ask this question because he proposed, and since he said that he wanted to know she said yes first, he didn't buy the ring. How do we feel about that? Do you feel like the ring is necessary for a proposal? I've heard women say, don't propose without a ring because that's the, the symbol of your promise. So how do you guys feel? I need a ring. In case, in any other case, whatever. But Nicole is such an idiot. He should have had a ring. He's just so, I can't stand him either, but I don't hate him. I just think he's a freaking idiot. Well, see, I was gonna say that. I don't blame Nicola for being kind of cold and emotionally unavailable because I don't think he knows better. I don't think that his behavior is underlined I think, like you said, he's just not all there. It's yeah. not that he doesn't know how to treat women. He just really doesn't know how to treat women. Right. Like, there's a difference between being an a-hole and being an idiot, yeah, right? Exactly. But two things about the ring situation. Him negotiating the price in front of her was bullshit. Like, that was, that was bullshit. You want to negotiate, get the ring before you propose. Yeah. But second of all, was actually surprised that he had the money for it was anybody else surprised no i was too yeah. i was too but i, I was, was like i was surprised too but he told he told her and the jeweler that he didn't care how much money was spent there was right. no said that, budget that yeah thank you but, you took it you took it right out of my mouth i was like before they walked in the jewelry store she said before we go in tell me the budget because nothing is more awkward than a man trying to take a woman shopping mm -hmm. and not telling her what the expectation is. How fucking awkward, right? Like, so she was like, don't embarrass me. Yeah. 
tell me what we're doing so I don't act stupid in here and ask for something that is out of the budget. He's like, oh, there's no budget. If you like it, we'll take it. The very first tiny miniature microscopic ring that they show her, he's like, do you like it? And she's looking like, where is it? Yeah, it was like, I don't see it. Is it on? Is it, was, it in? Like a woman say, like the woman says to me, is it in? Is it, it on? Was, right? Like, where is it? <laughs> it was the can hardly diamond. Right. I was like, you why are you putting She didn't like that ring. No. The look on her face told me right away she didn't like that ring, but she wanted to go along with it. And I felt bad but for her. That's why I think a woman should either the first one that was picked, he said, that's a little out of my budget. The one that was like it was one thousand nine eighty-three. And after he said there was no yeah. budget. After, after he said right. there was no budget. That he negotiated. I felt like Misha felt like she should have said no at that point because negotiating the ring, and I know this isn't what he meant by it, but it's kind of devaluing her value. And I know yeah. women are not measured by the price of the ring. I don't want to misinterpret it, but negotiate, like saying that she liked it and then saying it's not worth the price, it's making it look as though, well, she's not worth that much money yeah. to me. And I know that's not what he meant. I already know, but it's interpreted and perceived in that way because if you really love this woman i was told that a, a ring is supposed to be like 30 or 40 percent of your sal yearly salary or something what what was that percentage it's supposed to be three months of your pay three months of your pay okay so depending on how much you make we don't know how much he makes but i do think that don't bring a woman ring shopping if you're gonna haggle or whatever i think that is so devaluing of the process this should be a beautiful process that you remember throughout the years that you're married and you go back like remember when we went to the store and I found a ring and you liked it too and you got it but now it's it's tainted by him haggling and there's nothing wrong with haggling like when I buy my cars I, I ain't buying I ain't paying the MSRP right I'm gonna haggle it yeah, yeah I'm not but you don't do it in front of the person right. that you don't do it in front of the person even like if if that would have been me and someone proposed to me, I wouldn't even care if it was a freaking ring out of the the um what do you call them little machine thingamajiggers? Gumball. Like y'all know what I'm saying. Out of the gumball. But um, <laughs> yeah, like out of the gumball machine. I wouldn't have cared if it was one of that. Just something. And then and then you say, well, I wanted to make sure you say yes before I bought the ring. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, so he was like, in case you didn't say yes, I don't want to waste any money on you at all. Like, I know it's not his intentions because I don't think he's like rude like that, like to, to that point. But the way that he did it, it just devalued the whole process. And I think being proposed to is a huge deal for most women. Mm -hmm. And even though, even where he did it, she was like, you're doing it like right here, like in this hallway. And like, then she makes him redo it. Like that, none of that was meaningful. No. None of it. So he, he gets down on the nasty ass concrete, proposes. She looks horrified. I feel like she only said yes because people were looking yeah. at her. Then he goes and bargains for the ring. And then she makes him repropose on the nasty ass jewelry floor. Like, none of this was good. None, none of, of it was good at all. I think that he should have bought the ring. And if she didn't like, like it, that's a situation y'all can deal with later, but he should have had a ring for her to put on. And he should have did it at that temple, the one that yep. he took her to that she really enjoyed being at. Like, I want to say it was the one that they said that Jesus actually went to yeah. or something. That would have been a perfect location yep. for him to do it. Like, where they were, it made no sense at all. I was like, this is so unplanned. This is so, I don't know, like, the story is never going to be something you're going to want to tell anybody.
No, it's because TLC producers were standing there going, you guys got seven minutes and it's a wrap for the season. Well, yeah, that's true. He's it was like, probably time for them to head back. Will you marry me? <laughs> oh, let's talk about something because you were both right and I was not. Um, Misha said that, because um, he brought up the fact that he didn't want her to apply for any visas or do anything until the annulment was done. Yeah. And she said, oh, so now we're getting technical with religion because she said we've been having premarital sex the whole trip. Y'all called it. You yeah. both called it because I was like, oh, no, there's no way. He's super religious. He would never compromise. He's judging her past. They've been doing it the whole time. Y'all are both right. We know. <laughs> I just thought the way that he was so judgmental, I was like, there's no way that he's breaking the cardinal rule, right? There's he's no way. He's on armpits and eats a steering wheel. Like, this guy is a... Looney Tunes. George, what did I say? What did I say? And Cara uh, Car has backed me up every time I've said this. The ones that walk around and act like they are high and mighty Christians, those are the ones that are committing the most sin. 100%. It is crazy. So, okay, apparently Portuguese princess said everybody knew but me. I'm the <laughs> only one that thought that he was legit stick into it i guess i mean i don't know i thought since he was being so judgmental to her for even being married before i was like there's no way that he's literally a hypocrite right there's no yeah. chance and then she's supporting and condoning him being a hypocrite because she shouldn't have had sex with him because that's letting him be a judgmental hypocrite like she yeah. kind of played a role in that she should have been like well no you don't get any of this yeah. until we get married because you're making you shamed me for being married and you shame me for having my kids when there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So you don't get to have none of this. Yeah. You have to marry me first. That's what she should have did. 100%. Oh yeah, what's the deal with the sniff in his armpits? I'm confused. Is it to see if you stink? Is that? I think it's because he's a freaking weirdo. <laughs> Plain and simple, the guy's a weirdo. Because I'm both, he's like, a weirdo and he's fine, right? He's disgusting. He's just a disgusting. Yeah. And do you guys think he really eats the steering wheel? I don't know. That's looks pretty what they funny. said on Twitter. On Twitter, they said it looks like an animal was eating it. And he clearly doesn't have an animal. So I was like, is he really biting the steering wheel and eating it? With Nicole, yeah, there's, there's no telling. It's Tracy, Tracy, you're right. She said you knew that heavy petting was going to lead to something else. You're right. Heavy petting for a virgin, it's going to be difficult to just say, oh, well, let's let's go to bed now, right? I, I, I get it now, but I was just like, the way that he's being judgmental for her life, for stuff that she didn't even do, I was just like, I'm sorry. There's no way that he's a hypocrite. But he is. He's a hypocrite. And we know they're here. So I kind of want to see how it goes on the tell-all because her daughters are going to be there and they're going to tell us what it's like living with this man but it looked like dealing with this on the tell wasn't he on the screen on the tell-all preview yeah he wasn't there in person well he's here now though is he yeah but he could um uh, i think that was probably before he came oh i don't know really oh i thought that he he's been here for like a few months so i wonder when they filmed the tell-all yeah i don't know but it i'm i'm curious because i saw him on the screen and i was like i thought he was here we were discussing him being when Jasmine was here, when we discussed that. Yeah, we know Jasmine is there because they showed her in the yeah. flesh. Yeah. Okay, so maybe maybe they weren't there, so we're going to talk to the daughters and maybe get an impression of what it's like before he got there. I would rather see what they think about him when he's here, though. Yeah. That's when the real shit's going to start, yep. right? Because I feel like 
he's gonna be telling them, y'all better not be having premarital sex, even though you and your <laughs> mama been doing it for this whole time. Like that, being a whole hypocrite, right? Yeah, just being a whole hypocrite. Yep. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if she found his prostate. <laughs> okay. I don't know because this show aired long before the freaking Last Resort. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So, I had to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Christian was leaving. Okay, and... wait, wait. I want to take back what I said about Amanda being in the top three because my list officially goes Christian, Amanda, Angela, Ed. So wait, Christian is number one? I, I fucking hate that guy. I'm sorry. What? I hate him. So what did you think about the way he left Cleo? Because everybody brought up on Twitter how Cleo was really emotional. She was crying and Christian was just like, eh, I'm about to go. I'm good. He was very cold to her. And I, I feel like this is, oh, and did you see how he had like this really big issue of giving her his hoodie? And I was yeah. like, if you Cause he never plan, come back. And yeah, I was like, if you plan on coming back, you'll just come back and get it, right? Like he what's, what's the so issue? Many, he said so many things that pissed me off. One of the things he said was, first of all, that stupid Casablanca accent he was talking to her in. Uh, who oh. says goodbye? You're an idiot. But he said, <laughs> He doesn't know if his family can overcome who she is. What kind of a statement is that? Who gives two shits what your family thinks if you really love her? Exactly. If he cared, if he cared what his family thought, he wouldn't be there, right? No, but you just said that on on national TV. I don't know if my, we, we've got a lot of bad problems ahead of us. I don't know if if my family can overcome who she is. Well, who she is, is a really nice person yeah so yeah. if your that, family that, can't overcome that that's fucked up well that was an ignorant statement Absolutely. because he was trying to say i don't think they'll accept the fact that she was born a man is now one that was such an ignorant thing to say but do we are we surprised that ignorant things come out of his mouth no i mean because whenever he went over there he was just going over there to have a fling and have a good time and well, then just he didn't even want to tell his friends what was going on because he they were like well what's up with the bottom surgery what's going on he's like that's personal i don't want anyone to know he doesn't he didn't want anyone to know even though they were oh, going to be filming it and we were going to see it he didn't tell tlc the truth he lied to tlc he told them yeah he told them that they were not intimate and Cleo when they said were in many different ways right like yeah. i think that this guy is one of those misogynist closeted men who want to do things with different genders different sexes but don't want anyone to know frat boy frat boy activity right he's also like, an alcoholic so the guy yeah so you're telling me that on, who preys on um single women in a bar yeah do, right. pretty much anywhere okay. he sees a single woman but i this statement that he said he said we have a lot of things going against us like she's the first autistic and trans person i've ever dated why is that going against us right like that's, like, that's a negative character yeah. trait right that's what he's saying like yeah. that's a negative trait that she brought to the relationship and it's like how is that a negative trait uh-oh george oh there you are oh here we are okay yeah like i didn't like how he made it seem like who she is as a person 
is a negative thing for him. No, not at because all. Because if, if that was a problem for you, why were you talking to her for so long? Why did you get on a plane? Why did you have sex with her? Yep. Why did you tell her you loved her? Like, if who she is as a human being bothers you, you had no reason to be there. No one forced you nope. to be there. You, If her being autistic was an issue, you could have ended it before anything started. Yep. Because you know damn exactly. well, Cleo was super, super honest from the very beginning. So if she told you anything about herself that you didn't like, you could have walked away and you didn't. Yep. You walked all the way into her bed, okay? So don't try yep. to act like it's a problem now because when you were in her bed with her, it wasn't a problem until people started asking you about yep. it. Yep. She was absolutely devastated he left. He's like, bye. All right. There was no emotion at all. He, he felt nothing. And everybody was like, she's literally falling apart at the seams, right? She had to turn around yeah. face the other direction because she literally couldn't handle watching the car drive away. Yep. That's how bad it was. I was like, this is so emotional, but it's like a one-sided emotion. I was like, she's so affected. And he was just like, this is the end of my trip. I'm going back home. And he was like, mm, good to go. You know, like he literally couldn't care less. And everyone said, they were like, this is the way someone acts who knows he's never going to see that person again. Right? It's yep. exactly how I felt. I was like, he knows this is it. He's never coming back there. They're never going to be. That's why he had such an issue with her having his hoodie. He's like, damn, I'm never getting that hoodie back. Yeah. Right? Because he knew there's no chance he's ever going to go anywhere near her again, yep. which is best. That's best for her, though. I'm happy he's never going to go near her again. She's not going to see it. She's yep. going to be hurt. But, it's, but this is what, the best. But it's what really, really made me mad is whenever, um, they, whenever he was on the plane, he said that he sent her a text saying that, um, they were that he was gonna come back real soon, and then what did he say? I don't know if that is even a true statement. Yeah, no, he knows not a true statement. He know when He's he a, left. Like you went over there and you literally messed with this this wonderful person. Um, she is she did everything in her power to make you happy. You did not respect her not one bit. You nope. Like you disrespected her. You, she went to school. You hung out with women. You invited a stranger to her home. And whenever y'all went out, you completely ignored her to flirt with other women. Yep. Then you lied saying that y'all weren't intimate when you were. <clears throat> this guy is a horrible human. He needs to go date Amanda. <laughs> oh my God. I saw the meme. Yeah. They said the two most toxic people of the season need to be toxic to each other. I saw the meme. And I actually agree 100%. I would yeah. love to see them torture each other. I'm Absolutely. sick of them torturing innocent, loving people. I want to see two horrible people torture each other in a relationship. That's a fair fight, right? Yep. That's a yeah. fair fight. Let them make each other miserable instead of making good people miserable. Yeah, I agree. All right, so Jasmine has her um, visa interview after 18 months. And there's some sort of processing issue. And she completely flips out. And she feels like they're going to find a reason to not let her come here, which we, we know the outcome of that. But she didn't handle it very well. And she didn't really give Gino a much of an explanation. He just was like, oh, this is not good. I don't know what the deal is. She reacted the way Jasmine reacts to everything. There's like the level of reaction that a normal person would have. And then there's like the level of reaction that you would have if there was like a hurricane right over your house. And then that's how she reacts to everything. Yeah. Like, no matter what the threat level is, 
she act like there's the eye of a hurricane over her house and it's about to kill her and that's like her reaction she's yeah. like whatever is the most over the top way to deal with anything she flipped out because she saw the panama flag in the background she's got to want to look at the panama and i was like what did panama do they don't have yeah. anything to do with the embassy and the immigration yeah. like what did they do the whole country done pissed you off they didn't even yeah. know you were trying to get a visa her fit throwing is next level like i can't yeah. her voice the way she cries, she has the worst cry face, like all of it. I mean, we all have an ugly cry face, but mm -hmm. man, there are certain extremes and hers is extreme. It is so extreme. Jasmine made the statement to her family. She said, if things, hey, Amanda, if things don't work out, she would come back to Panama. And I, I tweeted out my favorite meme. It's of Candy Burgess and she's at the the real, the real world or the real housewives reunion. And she's like saying lies, lies, lies. Like if it doesn't work out with Gino, you're not coming back to Panama. That was the whole point of you making sure that even if he died before you got the visa, you got it. Like you've made plans with or without him. That was the whole yeah. point. Cause you were like, well, I need to know that your family's not going to get anything and I'm going to get everything. And this is all mine. That means that you have no interest and coming back to Panama. If you never wanted to leave, you never would have agreed. You would have made his ass move to you. Gino would have did that. Like, yeah. honestly, if she asked him to, he would have did it. So yeah. you know that her goal was to come here because all she had to say was jump and Gino would have been like, at what height would you like my feet to come off the ground? Absolutely. Like, what country would you like my feet to land in? Yeah. And that's where he would have went, right? Absolutely. So did anybody else notice that watching Gino just just Gino without Jasmine is like watching an episode of Pee Wee Herman. I don't think I've seen an episode of Pee Wee Herman. You've never seen Pee Wee Herman? I don't think so. Oh really? my god. Is it it's, funny? Is it funny? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Or is it like awkward? Is it weird? Because I feel like so, I get weird awkward from him. It, yeah. It's all yeah, it's, it's a little bit of everything. But it's Gino. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Gino is definitely the weirdest. Oh, so um, they want to know, do you think that the sex tape with Dane is real? Yeah. Yes. We know that Jasmine said it wasn't. Yeah, it is real. Say, yeah, I mean, I think that she was definitely messing around with him. I do want to say this. Jasmine really, really loves to destroy Gino verbally. So it's hard to know if she's pissed off or if she's telling the truth because she's like, you're the worst sex I ever had. You can't get it up. Like she says things that will literally destroy a man forever. So I always wonder, I was like, did she really say that because it happened or she feels aware or does she just want to piss him off? But I think the fact that that man was living so close to her and she said that that was her fantasy, I'm pretty sure it happened. Like that's all, I mean, honestly, that's all the proof that I need. The fact that yeah. she said that whenever she was fantasizing about anything, it involved the man that lived across the hall that was also her ex-boyfriend. Yep. I already know what's going on. Yeah. I already know. Without a doubt, there's a sex tape. Without a doubt, they were doing it for a long time. Yep. But she's in America. Where's her kids? She just bail on them? See, that was on Twitter last night. Everyone was People like, did it, they didn't even she didn't even talk about it she didn't you know how um what's her name sheila had a plan for john yeah. rail like she was like if i'm gonna do this the plan involves john rail this is all happening we're a family yeah. 
whatever. Jasmine never even made it seem like there's a plan to bring them over. Like everyone was like, this is kind of like what Larissa did. Yeah. Larissa had the plan to come over, live with Colt, kick Colt's mom out, take over the house. The plan for the kids was never discussed. Yeah. And everybody always kept asking. They were like, when are you going to bring your kids over? What's going on? You've been here like a year. You've been here two years. You've been here three years. And there's never even been a plan. And I feel yeah. like she should have at least had like a timeline. Yeah. Because even if she can't bring them with her, she should at least work on getting them a, a visa where they can come and visit her. Yeah. Like there should be some sort of plan laid out. And I feel like she never once even made it seem like that was an important thing to her. Because she was like, okay, so when she was saying, I want, Gino, I want you to add me to the will. She's like, why don't you add me and my kids to your will? You know, why were her kids never in um, a priority because in any of them? Her kids were never in the plan. Yep. Well, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's like, there are no kids. Like, exactly. Like, how can you possibly plan a life in another country with no actual plan on how your kids are gonna be a part of that life. Yeah. That's just unfathomable to me. And it's like, Larissa did it too, because we were all confused. We were like, you're planning a life, you're making these plans, you have all these things that you're gonna do with your life, you have a timeline, and the kids never made it onto the timeline. That's so strange. Yeah. And then as, as far as we know, does she visit them? Like she doesn't post pictures with them and stuff. Like, I don't know, it's just, I, don't think so. I know. Like, I don't know. She blocked me because when I called her out on it, when I called Larissa out on it on the t on the podcast back when her season was airing, she couldn't stand me. She has me blocked. She's had me blocked for years. But I just asked her. I was like, "What's the plan with the kids? I'm yeah. just I'm just looking out for the kids. I want to make sure that they get to see you." And I was instantly blocked. Yeah. Instantly blocked. Yeah, it's bad. Well, we already know that her so-called sister. We all know that's her daughter. Yeah. Well, that would still leave another kid, right? There's two. Yeah. Where, so where's the other? Is it wasn't, she said a boy and a girl, right? I. She said two boys, but. Oh, I, I that's what we know. were talking about. So there's probably oh. three, there's probably three kids. Yeah. Two boys that probably belong to the same she guy probably, and that's where they are. And then yeah. this she daughter. Probably had a, she probably had the, the daughter with someone else, but is putting it off on the mom to make it look like, um, that's her sister. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I know. I'm Everybody. Um, she gets mad at a lot of people because I follow her on um, Instagram and TikTok, and she gets really mad when people ask if that is her daughter. She yeah. keeps denying it. Well, why don't we think she's going to say the truth? She don't even. Um, she don't even talk about her other two kids that she's got. Nope. Yeah, if that was me. And that was truly my sister. And people were asking, I would be like, no, I have two boys. They live with their father. They choose, you know, I would try to give some sort of explanation, but instead she just gets pissed off when someone asks and that's that. But that is her daughter. It looks just like her. I mean, she looks just like her. In my well, yeah, the appearance I mean, I like it. And then we've seen her mom in last night's episode. When Yeah, it was yesterday's episode. We've seen her mom. She is Way too, I mean, yep. she's way too old to have a child that young. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was everybody's first question. They were like, when did when did this come about? And who is it with? Yeah. Right, like, who's the dad? Like, there were so many questions. And, yeah, I was going to wonder that, 
too. The question is, does Gino ever wonder or ask about the kids? That's another thing. I would, I would, you would think that. Never heard him ask about her kids either. Right, because. You know, that's why she probably is, is, is refusing to have a child with Gino or either, or even trying to have a child with Gino because her original plans isn't even with her children. She's going to be another Larissa. She wants to come over here and do what she wants to do. Yep, she doesn't want the kids she has, so she doesn't want to have more to add to it. Well, yeah, if you if it didn't work out the first time, you don't want to go and do it again, yeah. right? It's like yeah. you you're, you tried it once, it didn't work the way you wanted. You're definitely not going to try it again. You're not going to go through the same thing. Children are a lot of work, you know. And I'm not going to like say that Jasmine wouldn't be amazing at it because I feel like any woman who gives birth, once she picks that child up and holds it, they're they're amazing. But Jasmine is, you know. A, a lot about Jasmine. Like everything about Jasmine is just about Jasmine. She don't even be talking about Gino half the time. It's just her, her weave, um, you know, like her, yep. every, like everything is very self, self-oriented, self-centered. So it's like, it might be best for her to just deal with Jasmine. Cause I don't know if there's a lot more room yeah. anywhere else. You know, Gino's 53. You didn't even have no nails on yesterday. Well, probably yeah. for the interview, interview what do we think of her outfit before we end this what do we think of her outfit for the interview twitter had mixed reviews Panama some people barbie. the pink pantsuit Panama barbie yeah, yeah that's that that was the meme that was the meme that everybody put up because i was like of all the things that she wore was that the best representation yeah. of herself but well this person says at least she didn't put the butt plugs in see it's a small victories right no butt that plugs to the interview Probably the only thing she had that covered up as much as it did. Ah, there you go. See, see, she did have a strategy because you're right. Her dresses are usually very short and low cut. Yeah. You, she was dressed very um, conservative. conservative. And I think that's probably the look that she wanted to give the interviewer, yep. a conservative look. But she didn't even get to see the interviewer. She didn't know that. But she didn't get to see the interviewer yet. Mm -hmm. So she's got to try again, but we know at some point things went positive yeah. because we know that she is in Michigan and she's going to be at the tell-all physically next week. I'm really excited for the tell-all because it's the first time there's a live studio audience. So I love to see the reactions of other people because I know my reaction at home, everybody can't see it. Yeah. So I would love to see the reaction of how people are reacting I would, to the craziness. There's a way we could watch it live while we podcast. We could try. We definitely can try. Like I with live commentary, we could yeah. definitely try. Maybe put it in my ear so it's in my earbud, and then we can talk. Like yeah, let, we can test that out. I definitely want to see if we can do that. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Okay, so we're about to jump over to the other way. Yes, we're gonna move over. So scene in, scene begin. We're gonna jump over to the other way, and I want to talk we, about this nasty. Are we going straight into it, or are we starting over? No, we're just going straight in, straight in. I thought Instagram you could only go in. Like it's like an hour and ten minutes before they cut you. Is off. that true? Yeah. Oh, so we're like at the end. All right, so let's end this one. We'll come back and start a new one because if not, we're gonna get cut off. Okay, so guys, we're gonna end this live. We're gonna come back and we're gonna jump over to the other way. Um, make sure you're following my co-host, um, Cara and Didi, and follow me at George Massey on all social media platforms, georgemassey.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, type in the George Massey Show, and it will pop up. I promise. All right, guys, we're gonna be right back. If you are here. You are going to get a notification in less than a minute that we are back live. You need to click on that notification. We'll see you guys really soon. Bye. 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 Bye.